Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday, the 11th of December. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off. As always, with the scores on the doors with the overnight on Friday, such a long time ago now. However, yet another positive night in US markets. We have the Dow Jones closing up 130 points or 0.36%, 36,248. It had a high of 179 up and a low of 56 points down. The Nasdaq closed up 64 points or 0.45%. 14,404. The S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, but only just 0.41%. 19 points, 46.04. The Russell 2000 up 13 points or 0.67% out, performing all three of those indices. 1881. And the VIX Volatility Index, with all this optimism breaking out, was down 4.4%, 12.49. SPY Futures up 16 points. That follows the ASX 200 on Friday, up 22 points or 0.3 of a percent. Resources leading the charge on Friday, so up 16 points today. For our market, looking at European markets, they were positive as well. Stock 600 up 0.7, FTSE up 0.5, Germany up 0.8, France up 1.3. We did see US bond yields higher. This was on the back of that US jobs number we saw on Friday. 199,000 US jobs were added in November. The jobless rate dipped to 3.7%. So we did see US bond yields uh, up 11.2 basis points on the 10 years, 4.23%. US 2s, 4.72, up 11.8. The Aussies blipped up as well, 4.359, 11.4 basis points. But despite that, uh, the US market did push ahead. And despite that, we did get SPY futures up as well. So uh, that was going okay Uh, for the market. Looking at stocks in the US, we had NVIDIA up 2%, AMD up 0.4, Netflix up 0.4, Meta up 1.9, Tesla up 0.5, Amazon up 0.4, Alphabetti Spaghetti down 1.3%, Microsoft up 0.9, Apple up 0.7. Pretty much the tech rally continuing. Banks in the US as well doing well. Uh, JP Morgan up 1.1, Bank of America up 1%, Wells Fargo up 1.5%, Goldman's 1.8, 1.8, Morgan Stanley 2.4, so that should bear fruit for Macquarie today. UBS 1.8% higher, Barclays 2.2% in the UK, and Deutsche up 2.2% as well. CBA up 0.14% overseas, and ResMed down 0.38 of a percent. So the uh, US market continuing to push ahead despite that 199,000 jobs uh, report on Friday. That was a little bit stronger than expected. Uh, Some of the analysts said the labour market was ending the year in a different place than when it started. So um, in the last three months, non-farm payrolls have increased by an average of 204,000, which is 117,000 slower 
than the pace this time last year. Labour turnover also slowed and wage growth appears more restrained too. So that does bode well for Federal Reserve rate cuts in 2024, which is what the market is going for. All right, looking at commodities, we did see the oil price poke its head back up again, up 2.2%. 75.84 for Brent crude, WTI up 2.7%, The gold price, though, slipping on the back of that US bond market rally in the yields, down 1.1%, $22.50, back down to 2000 and three, platinum up 0.9, silver down 3.1%. On the LME, copper was up 1.3%, nickel up 2.1%, aluminium pretty much unchanged, zinc down 0.6%, lead up 0.3%. We had tin pretty much unchanged, iron ore pretty much unchanged as well. Dalian iron ore futures though up 2.2%, so that certainly helped on Friday with those big iron ore miners. Nothing in uranium, nothing in the lithium space there. Bitcoin up $505, 44300 up 1.15%. And the Aussie dollar, 65.77, with the US dollar index pushing higher, 0.43%. So a stronger US dollar on the back of those yields, on the back of the non-farm payrolls numbers, pushing that gold price down. Looking at... Commodity stocks overseas, BHP was down 0.4, Rio similar. We had Glencore up 0.8, Freeport up 4.9%, Vale up 0.1, Anglo had a big, big hit, suffering its biggest daily drop since the GFC. It unveiled plans to drastically cut production in a bid to reduce costs amid logistical and operational snarls. The most surprising cuts came in its copper business in South America. So it lowered its 2024 output target for copper to between 730,000 tonnes and 790,000 tonnes from as much as 1 million tonnes. That is the equivalent of taking a large copper mine out of global supply. They're also talking about production falling even further in 2025. Uh, the biggest problem is at the Los Bronques a mine in Chile. Uh, so the operation is more than 100 years old and Anglo is now struggling with hard ore that contains low grades. Stock price fell 19%. Good for other copper miners though. We had Albemarle up 2.1%, Sigma up 0.9%, SQM down 1.1%. In the lithium space, oil and gas stocks doing better. Exxon up 1.1%, Chevron up 1.3%, Shell up 1.6%. There, turning to our market today and uh, interesting stories that are around. Chemist Warehouse, uh, of course, is doing the reverse takeover of Sigma Healthcare, uh, valuing the group at around 8.8 billion companies. It's raising 400 million bucks as part of the merger, uh, which will require approval from the ACCC and uh, will bring together its wholesaler and franchise pharmacy business with Chemist Warehouse. After the merger, uh, the two largest billionaire shareholders, Jack Gantz and Mario Verrucci, will own around 85.75% of the combined group. There won't be an awful lot left for retail shareholders to play with. Under the deal, Sigma will buy 100% of Chemist Warehouse shares and shareholders will receive $700 million in cash. So that is the biggie out this morning. Uh, Platinum Group has named a new CEO, Jeff Peters. 
has been appointed as the new CEO. Bub's out this morning saying revenue to double from its US segment in FY24 following stocking issues. The company now focuses no, now forecasting US revenue to reach 48 million bucks, up 100% on the previous year. Uh, the uh, new CEO, Reg Wine, said the company achieved record weekly US sales in November of more than $770,000 worth. And the Kin Group has sweetened its takeover bid for Pack Group. That was always going to happen. Kin Group has upped the offer 85, 84%, uh, 84 cents a share, which is up from the original offer of 68 cents. And that is giving the uh, Pack Group people a big, big boost in that one. 84 cents a share for the Pack Group offer now. It last traded at 68 and a half. So all those arbitrages that were buying it above the Kin Group offer of uh, 68 cents are going to have a very good day today. A nice Christmas bonus for them. Ivan Vella has started as IGO's CEO. Uh, he's also been appointed to the board as managing director. China has weighed cutting fund commissions to spur trading growth. Interesting. And the EU has approved subsidy to RWE to phase out coal. Um, Goldman Sachs talking about the first ECB rate cut in April. Interesting news there, if that comes to hand. Looking at some uh, company news, Texas Property Group has appointed CIO Ross Duvernay as CEO. Platinum Asset Management has restructured the board along with that appointment of Jeff Peters as the CEO. Electric Optic Systems lender WHSP, that's Washington Sol Patterson's, agrees not to pursue collection of disputed $4.5 million fee until the 20th or the 22nd of December. And uh, we also seen today Macmillan Shakespeare, a subsidiary Maxia South Australian government contract will not be reviewed. Uh, Dreadnought Resources reports drilling results from the Star of Mangaroon Mine. They've got nine metres there at uh, 13.4 grams a tonne of gold from nine metres. So not bad results there. Smart Group has guided to FYNPATA. 63 million versus the market going for around 60.7 million. Revenue guidance 249, which is above the 238-ish that the market was going for. So a positive day potentially in store there. Invictus Energy has reached its target depth on MacAU to the sidetrack borehole, and it's now being conditioned to commence wireline logging. AGY Argosy Minerals has provided an update on its Rincon Lithium project. Uh, work progressing. Uh, comprehensive test works being conducted to determine optimum operational parameters and improve filtration rates. And they're still awaiting approval for the 10,000 tonnes per annum operation expansion, which they are hoping for. Predictive Discovery has reported further exploration drilling results from the Bankan Gold Project. And in other news out today, uh, Perpetual, uh, apparently there are PE firms circling Perpetual, according to the Australian uh, KKR and Pacific Equity Partners, EQT and Partners Group are among the PE firms that are eyeing perpetual. So that'll be interesting to see how that one pans out. Well, that's it from me today. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great day. We're back again around midday with the members exclusive podcast and then for the end of day report this afternoon. In the meantime, 
May the trading gods be with you.